Welcome to The Alternative Investor, the show where we discuss, debunk, and demystify all things about investing in alternative assets. All right. Welcome to The Alternative Investor. Welcome. Uh, how was everybody doing out there? What a lovely day today. How was your weekend, Grace? Just uh, fabulous. I went to Palm Springs with the family, stayed with some friends, and uh, unfortunately, all of my children decided to sleep in my room, so I got zero sleep. Oh, that sounds so quaint. <laughs> it's, it was terrible. Just making memories. And my kids are 19 years old. No, I'm kidding. They're they're very young children, so <laughs> they thrash a lot in bed. Um, but man, Brad, do we have a cliffhanger today? We do? No, we don't. Today, Today's episode is going to be about self-directed IRA accounts and more specifically how to uh, invest out of those and into some alternative assets. Is that right? Is that what we're talking about? Because I got I to tell you, I'm... I'm a little fuzzy. I'm yeah, and I actually uh, don't appreciate your lack of enthusiasm <laughs> for this topic because this actually is pretty cool. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to offend and you. I, and I don't think I think most people don't really grasp that they could do this. Most people just assume. Well, hey, I don't. Yeah. Hey, I have my <laughs> retirement account. I have my IRA, and I put it in just a mix of stocks and bonds, or I just buy the S and P 500. Yep. Or I play that around. That sounds like and, me. Invest in Google and Tesla, right? No, no, don't do that. But you can actually do a whole lot more with your IRA. Okay. You okay? So this you're saying this is going to be an exciting episode? I think so. Okay, cool. I um, might be a nerd on this stuff. But I might I, be. The, I love it. <laughs> well, you are, but uh, I might be the first podcast host in history to host a show on self-directed uh, individual retirement accounts and not know anything about them. So let's, let's do this. Okay. So Brad, we're going to be talking about investing out of your self-directed IRA. And I'm going to start with the obvious question. Um, why is is the sky? What what is a self-directed IRA? So it's basically something that was established by the government where you can invest in anything you want and have full control of your retirement account within your IRA. Right. Most people think that, oh, you know, I just have my 401k and, you know, I, I get a limited choice of options. That's the only retirement options I have uh, is what, you know, Wells Fargo or whoever uh, lets you invest in. But you can set up a self-directed IRA with, you know, one of 50 companies who would be the custodian. And then you can make your individual investments within this IRA. Okay. So, okay. So the basics, right? IRA, individual retirement account, it's basically tax advantaged investing for when you're old, right? <laughs> you do, do I have to tell you what an IRA is? I think we should start there because okay. I, I haven't touched mine in a long time. Yeah, no. So IRA is, yeah, it's just like a 401k that you'd have with your company or it's just geared towards uh, savings for your retirement in a tax advantaged way. Okay. So, so it's tax advantaged, meaning all the gains accrue oh, tax free, right? Yeah. So they're uh, you are you get to put money before tax into your IRA every year. Oh, right. Okay. Right, which reduces your total taxable income. So uh, the limit's like, I forget, $5,800 a year right now or something like that for an individual to be able to contribute to an IRA, which is not a ton of money, but you know, if you're young, you want to be okay. doing this every gotcha. year. So wait, there's two types of IRAs, right? One is where you contribute pre-tax income, but the gains are taxable. And the other one, like what the Roth IRA the is, Roth IRA. it's post-tax income, but the gains are not taxable, right? Which which one are we talking about today? You can We're talking about either. Oh, okay. They, so they self-directed can be both. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, so a Roth is just, you've it's after tax. So when you go 40 years from now or whenever you're looking to retire and you want to start pulling that money out of the IRA, 
uh, you're going to get dollar for dollar gotcha. whatever, whatever comes out, which is incredibly powerful. Okay, that's helpful. Uh, but the downside of that is that you have a you know a tax obligation up front right. with okay. that money. And there's like lots of and like there's volumes of of blog posts and Google articles or whatever written about this. Yeah, but stuff. don't don't bother with those. You're, <laughs> you know, you're going to the well right here. Yeah, we're you're knowledge. going straight to the source. So okay, so let's not. Well, we won't get into the nuances of all the IRA stuff, but. Okay, so essentially, you can set up your own IRA called a self-directed IRA, and you and who do you do this with? Like, which which companies will allow you to do this? There are, like I said, fifty or so companies, and they're they're called custodians. Okay, and, and so they're not name brand firms that you've heard of, like you know Charles Schwab or Fidelity for your your IRA or your four hundred one k. They, you know, they're a little under the radar. The the biggest one that I work with or my investors work with is called equity trust equity trust okay. yeah and then are uh, we are we are we promoting equity trust? no they're, they're not writing us a check <laughs> okay unfortunately no Although we're, we're making no be. money off of this they should be uh or in trust or pensaco okay in trust like how is that spelled e-n trust oh and trust got it and then pensaco Pensco. Why have we not Pensco. heard of any? Why aren't why don't the big why don't the big financial services firms do this? Well, this is my point: is that I think that this stuff flies under the radar because one, Wall Street really doesn't like this, right? They would much rather have their hands on your money uh, in these large brokerage accounts where they're telling you which you know which stocks you should go into and they can take a fee. They don't want you to make the decisions. Uh, I see. Right? There's there's less fees for the for the big. Big fish yeah. for this type of thing. Like okay, they can't. You know, okay. with, with these self-directed IRAs, they can't direct you into their highest fee assets. Oh, I see. So you're sticking it to the man. Oh yeah, bit. you, oh, I, you this really is great. are. Okay, good. So this is like a populist show. Yeah, and I think that this is. It, you you can see the the volume of self-directed or sorry the the total assets under management and self-directed IRAs steadily has been growing year over year. And I think it's taking market share from the larger firms. Oh, I mean, at a very you. slow rate, but I think that the trend is definitely towards people using their self-directed IRA to make alternative uh, investments. Okay. So then, so what's the catch? Okay. So you, you can, you can use one of these custodians. You can set up your own self-directed IRA. It can be either a Roth type IRA or a traditional IRA in terms of the tax treatment. And you can, what, you can invest in anything you want to? Pretty much. So what's not permitted uh, let's start with that. Let's start with the negative. What's yeah. not permitted in let's that area are you know, the sin investments. You can't buy a bar, uh, an alcoholic uh, <laughs> beverage company. You can't uh, buy metals, coins, like, like you, you antiques. Mean you, couldn't, you couldn't buy like a public like alcohol stock or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it's nuanced, but for whatever reason, it says you can't buy you know alcoholic investments. Ah, okay. Um, and then you can't buy art or you know collectibles but you can buy just about anything else you can buy residential real estate commercial real estate land uh you can buy businesses you can buy uh hell livestock interesting precious um metals like gold Uh, (laughs) this is okay so so who's doing this like you know are is this just individuals out there that are sort of well aware of of this type of vehicle and they're they're pretty confident in their own investing acumen and they're like hey i want to have an ira but i want to i want to have my hands on it and put it in lots of fun stuff yeah basically so think if you had if you have five hundred thousand dollars just sitting in a boring you know set of mutual funds right. with your 401k okay. you, i don't but sounds good yeah, yeah <laughs> let's, just, let's assume we do so you could roll that over into a self-directed ira by just calling one of these companies and they'll help you through the process 
but it just involves a little bit of paperwork and, you know, proving that you're the actual owner of that 401k or whatever you're rolling into the self-directed IRA. Uh, you fund the account, uh, you're going to pay them, you know, a yearly fee and some, you know, nominal fees to make individual investments. There's more paperwork than, you know, than you otherwise would like. It's not like E-Trade where you say, hey, I'm going to buy a, a thousand shares of Tesla. You actually have to fill out a piece of paper uh, every time you make one of these investments into, you know, say of real estate property. Uh, and the custodian has to look at the paperwork and, and bless it to make sure that you're abiding by the government's rules. Gotcha. So the custodian is really just sort of a, uh, an administrator or they're, or they're saying, Hey, we're going to make sure you're doing everything on the up and up, but essentially it's your choice and where to invest this money. Yeah. They're there to protect you to hopefully not violate the IRS's rules on this and invalidate the self-directed IRA. So you'd lose the tax benefits, but they're also there to act as, you know, fidelity. Or so you can log on, you can look at the assets in your account, uh, and just like a brokerage. Gotcha. Okay, so then what? So what does this allow people to do at the end of? The, I mean, essentially, it allows you to unlock sort of maybe a pool of money that you otherwise would have just had sitting there, and maybe in some boring <laughs> mutual yeah. fund, and put it into some alternative assets. Yeah. Right? The first time I learned about this, I was pretty blown away because I had a, an old four hundred one k from working for Wells Fargo's real estate investment bank, and it was just sitting in four just you know, horrible high fee mutual funds. Gotcha. And I had okay. a choice of about 10 of them. Yeah. They don't give you a, that's, that's one of the downsides. It's of these horrible. 401ks. You have like tiny, you know, nine or 10 choices. I mean, right? really they should just give you them an ETF of the market. Yeah. That should be the only investment really, yeah. but, or give me everything. Don't give me this weird hybrid where you're, I got 10 choices and they're all high fee assets to Wells Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. I find, I've always found that odd. I always selected the one that said, like what year were you born? That means you know, you're like okay, so you're 30. Oh my God, you're that gonna, one. <laughs> you're going to retire at 70. Here's the one, where, and I said okay. it changes your your percentage. Yeah, every, I always, year you get older. Yeah, I I, 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 I don't know. I never looked at it. Wow, that's the lazy man's investing. I, I'm pretty lazy. Okay, so <laughs> this is cool. So you can okay. So instead of having just nine choices, you now have essentially an infinite number of choices on what to do with your retirement money. Yeah. So we have a fair amount of investors who use utilize this to invest with us, they'll go and they'll set up an IRA or they'll already have a self-directed IRA. And they say, okay, we're going to put a hundred thousand dollars into these properties with you into one of your funds. And, uh, you know, they direct their custodian. Here's the investment. Here's the LLC. Here's the paperwork for the LLC, the articles of organization, the subscription agreement, which we've talked about in previous episodes. So there, you know, there's some paperwork, but once they do that, they tell their IRA to go at the custodian to go ahead and wire the money or cut a check. And it's interesting. The investment's always made out to the IRA. So it's always like uh, equity trust IRA for the benefit of Grayson Morris. Sure. That's the actual entity name of the investor. Yeah. And if you could, if you could cut one of those yeah. checks, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Sooner than later. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And so, so let's talk about, you know, why that is. And so the, the IRA is the investor and that means that there's some rules to this, right? You can't, you can't be self-dealing, right? The, the IRS wants to make sure that you're not going oh, to be. Oh gosh. I didn't even know. think of that. See, this, this is why I'm not going to be ever, I would never be a good crook because you could, I could see how you could do oh, some you self. Could totally. Yeah. Yeah. You can invest in your own stuff and totally. Okay. Or you could just start writing yourself checks, right? You could say that, Oh, I'm going to buy this house and I'm going to flip it. So I'm going to set up another company to be the remodel company, the contractor, and I'm going to write checks 
that are tax free. Yeah. To myself, it's like a way to like to get money out of your IRA. With oh, that is just so shady. Don't yeah. don't do that. Don't, yeah, no, just don't for do the that. avoidance of doubt. We're not promoting that. Yeah, it's it's frowned upon. <laughs> the IRS could uh, audit you and say, uh, "Hey, we're invalidating this, and you're going to have to." Pay us a big check. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. So they are, they, the custodian sort of just reviews everything and blesses it and makes sure it's on the up and up. Yeah, I mean, they're, look, they're not going to go into crazy due diligence. Like you can't uh, buy an investment and or you can't invest with a disqualified person, which would be obviously you or your spouse or your parents or your grandparents, children. <laughs> Any, anyone you know. Well, randomly, <laughs> I think brothers and sisters are okay. Oh, really? See, I would yeah. never invest in my brother. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's that's a, that's a, so easy for me to pass this test. Uh, no offense, Andrew. I love you. Know that. Um, okay. But, cool. Yeah. So, and you, it's the same reason, right? They don't they don't want people doing shady stuff with this. Okay, that makes sense. And it, yeah, I think the and I think the big takeaway for me on this one is that you know because so much of these so much so many of these episodes we've been talking about. Hey, you know, here's how to buy an alternative investment. You know, property, real estate property, or a business, and. I'm sure a lot of people out there are like, well, I don't have cash to do that, so why am I listening to this podcast? And they turn us off, and I don't blame you. But now we're basically saying you potentially have this pool of capital to draw from where you could make some of these investments. I mean, is that the is that what is that essentially what we're talking about here? Yeah, totally. <laughs> this is great. This is wonderful. Um, by the way, Brad, I feel like you know, in full disclosure, we got some feedback from some listeners on a previous episode where we. We're talking about using debt to buy a business, and I, and that listener kind of felt like we had not fully articulated the downsides of, of raising debt. So maybe just to just to kind of do our do our fiduciary podcasting duty here. We're um, fiduciaries up for this? I, I hope not. I would oh, hope you guys don't think we are. Goodness, but uh, you know, it's I think you know all the all the sort of standard caveats apply, right? It's like hey, you, you know, don't just kind of use your retirement money to go invest willy nilly in alternative investments. Make sure you you've done your diligence. You really understand the investment thesis. You yeah, know, don't but, buy a bunch of venture capital yeah. seed investments. Yeah, don't do a lot of angel investing in your in your in your. <laughs> Although you could your neighbor's son's tech company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. Or I mean, I do feel like we should probably uh, issue that caveat because I, I felt a little bad when I was reading that some of the emails about uh, feeling like we'd made light of debt. Well, yeah. So this individual, I think, just wanted to make sure that we were letting the audience know that there's real ramifications to signing recourse on a loan with uh, an SBA, which totally valid. I think you know we did comment on that, and we didn't mean to make light of it. But uh, yeah, and so in this case, I think that you know, look, this the rules. The same rules always apply. Yeah, right? exactly. You got to buy good investments with qualified sponsors. You can't just start writing checks and hope it's going to work out, right? You got to do your due diligence. You got to be smart just like you would with any investment. Yeah. And like tell your husband or wife what you're going to be doing before you do it because usually they will talk you off a ledge if they think it's a dumb investment. And they're probably right. So that's that's my general my general rule of life. Um, well, you have you, a very smart wife. Well, there you go. So do you. Um Okay, so yeah, this makes sense. So that you might have a you might have a pool of capital to draw from to make some alternative investments. However, this is your retirement money. Don't be stupid. Uh, only make investments you feel very confident that you understand and you think have a high probability of a return. And did I did I fully address that, Brad? Do you feel like we did I our job? You nailed that. Okay, cool. I, that makes sense. We so, we did our caveats. What else do you have for us on these self-directed IRAs? Well, I want to go into your world a little bit with private equity because you could actually go b- out and buy businesses and make investments. You can't just run them yourself. Gotcha. Right? Okay. So if you 
you know, if you had somebody who came to you with a, a private equity deal and said, hey, look, I want you to come and, you know, you fund it and I'm going to run it, right? This is a great way to buy a kind of a small business that we talked about in the last episode. So instead of going out and getting a loan, you could use your IRA to fund the purchase of a business. Oh, cool. You know. I, I might do that instead of getting an SBA loan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to and talk so- to my wife first. Mm, okay. And do you think anyone ever confuses the self-directed IRA with the Irish Republican Army, or is that does yeah, that I never think happen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think. I, in fact, uh, yeah, I thought that's what we were talking about. I can't get that out of my head. It's. I guess I'm a child of the '80s. I like you Daniel, too. Daniel Day Lewis, great movie. Oh, that's a solid movie. Um, okay, cool. So, Sins of the Father is that better? <laughs> we've we've lost the we've lost the plot. All right, what else on self-directed IRAs are, are vital for our listeners here? Uh, I think that's it. I think the ma- the main takeaway is just that look, these exist, and they're very effective for getting, you know, putting investments to work in alternative assets. Uh, we have a number of investors that use them. Uh, and, you know, I think that most of the world doesn't even know that they exist. And so you should look into it and see if it makes sense for you. Uh, you can start to dabble in alternative investments through your retirement account uh, and diversify away from stocks and bonds. And talk to your husband or wife before you make any investments out of your IRA. That's my, that's my take home for today. Yeah, <laughs> huge value add there. All right, good luck out there. Thanks for listening to The Alternative Investor. Since you've made it this far, you should take a second to subscribe to the podcast and join our email list. There you'll receive additional insights and insider access to the world of alternative investments. Just visit thealternativeinvestorshow.com.